Hello, this is Taylor, and today I am recording this podcast as I sit at the edge of the water in Rotterdam, watching the sun set over the buildings on the other side of the city. I can see cranes in the far distance in front of the orange sky and I'm halfway through a run. In fact, I've been running every day for the past few days. And so right now I've achieved two small victories. One is the recording of this podcast, which has been difficult for a reason I will come to in a moment. And the other because I've been running for a few days in a row, having not run for a very long time. And I think I had kind of forgotten just how good it felt to be running regularly, how good it felt for my body, how good it felt to be doing something as part of a larger goal. Today I want to talk about something that has been a really big obstacle for me over the past few days, in fact over the past few weeks, and that is paralysis. And... When I say paralysis, I mean creative paralysis. I mean the paralysis that makes you not want to create anything or that confuses you so much that you decide you don't know what to create. Uh, The paralysis of choice, the paralysis of indecision, the paralysis of imperfection. All of these things have really kept me from creating... uh, executing my ideas, publishing my outcomes. But I think I've kind of come around the corner, um, figuratively speaking, and I want to share why and how. And it starts with running. So I began running a few days ago, not purely by choice, but actually because I was nominated to for the Run 5, Donate 5 challenge. And coming back from that run, I realised what I had been missing for such a long time. Um, Really feeling on top of your game, really feeling fit and healthy, and feeling like my action was part of a bigger story. You know, nobody runs because they love the feeling of a stitch and a burning chest. And yet we do it anyway because the reward is not what we feel now, the reward is what we feel later, when we know that we've been running for the past 60 days in a row, or something along those lines. So what I was experiencing at the time of that first run was, as I said, paralysis. Not knowing what to create, or not knowing how to create. I think the main source of that paralysis was that I had unclear intentions, I really wasn't clear about my own intentions, meaning I had a lot of ideas for things I could do, but I really wasn't sure why I was doing them. You know, I had I had this content I could post to Instagram, say, but why was I on Instagram? What was the purpose? Why, why should I get that gratification in the moment when it isn't part of a bigger meaning? a bigger intention, or I could create this small project which I had the idea for last night, but 
how could it be part of something bigger? Without it being part of something bigger, I really struggled to feel conviction, to, con to feel certainty. And that conviction and that certainty is what I require in order to execute on a project. You know, having a great idea for something I want to make, something I want to share with the world, is no use unless I also have the equal conviction and commitment to execute it through to the end. So without clear intention, that hasn't been happening for a number of weeks. I've been acting very slowly, feeling very guilty, and really not feeling very sure of myself, why I'm creating these things, what I'm creating them for, what the intention is. But as I began to run, I realized that the reason running is worthwhile is not because it makes you feel good in the moment. I don't run a lot, but when I do, I can't deny that I feel absolutely no guilt whatsoever. I feel absolutely certain about my intention. It's that I will feel better after I have run. I don't run for anyone else. I don't run for the number of kilometers. I don't run to post screenshots on Instagram. I run just for me to feel better about myself later. In other words, the intention of my running is the betterment or the enjoyment of my future self. It's an investment. And as I was running yesterday, uh, again, by the water, in the harbour, surrounded by boats, I realised that so many of the things I was thinking of doing, or in the middle of doing, or contemplating doing, had no bigger vision, or I didn't understand what the bigger vision was and couldn't connect it to the actions. So, for example, you know, I had ideas of wanting to play around with virtual reality. I have bought a VR uh, headset that I can use at home and I want to play around with it, but why? And if I create some video content that illustrates what I'm doing and I feel the need and I, and I have, uh, and I consider publishing it on social media, I immediately felt guilt because there was no bigger story. There was no purpose. There was no larger intention. There was no future that I was heading towards. And so what I've come to realize is that in order for me to overcome paralysis, overcome guilt, to remove this uncertainty of intentions, what I have to do is I have to start connecting my everyday actions to larger visions. Visions that don't provide me with gratification now, but provide me with really long-term gratification in the future. The reason I use social media is to connect with other people. I've already established this among, with myself. In fact, over the last couple of weeks, I've started to be as intimate as possible with social media and have already seen how powerful it can be to connect me with others, having received messages and starting conversations with people I've never met before, or people that I didn't know would be interested in what I have to say. So I've realised how powerful social media is when I'm intimate, when I'm vulnerable. The problem with posting something you made this afternoon on Instagram is that it contains no vulnerability. 
this afternoon didn't contain that many peaks and troughs, that many successes and failures. It really didn't contain that much emotion. And as a matter of fact, if you were making the project because you knew that it would look good on social media, then it contained absolutely no emotion at all. It wasn't even you doing the creative work. It was a performer. It was a costume. And so I've been victim. That's the wrong word. I've been guilty of doing this. Uh, over the past couple of days. On the other hand, when you make your every action based on a larger vision that you have for your future self, you cannot help but fill every project with your full conviction, your full emotion. For example, if I have a dream to run marathons, if I have a vision for being a sportsman, somebody at the peak peak of my fitness and health, a young adult with strength and athleticism, if that's a vision that I have for myself, that I want to pursue, then it means that I need to make decisions today that don't gratify me now, but that will gratify me later. Therefore, if I am to post today's run, on social media it suddenly has a different meaning it means this is one of the first steps that I'm taking towards the marathon that I one day hope to run and in doing so I make myself incredibly vulnerable I make myself accountable to the people I've just told I make myself vulnerable by declaring what my ambitions are and I make myself vulnerable by saying I'm not there yet this is just the start And as a matter of fact, I'm really not doing as well as I would like to right now. What this has done is turn all of my ideas for projects into points along the journey towards larger visions. I suddenly feel a whole new enthusiasm for sharing these visions and the steps I took to get there with the world. And I feel no guilt in doing so because I know that in order to share these things I will have to be vulnerable, I will have to be intimate, I'll have to put my neck on the line. And because of that, I can be certain that I am being my authentic self and not posing, not acting, not dressing up. Okay, that'll do for now. I still don't feel good about this. I feel like this was a mess of thoughts, a mess of words, but maybe, maybe it is useful uh, for me to look back on later. Maybe it is useful for you to hear. Either way, I appreciate your time and attention. Thank you. Take care. Bye-bye.